That's just who you are. You're not a God that was made by him. But you are a God who loves you. Let me hear that last time. Confidence. Contentment. So Father God, we come before you. The wisest thing we can do. Is yield ourselves to you to surrender to your will and to your way. So we ask that you might speak to us today, that through your word you might mold us, that you might shape us, that you might teach us how to live pleasing in your sight. So, Father God, speak. Through your servant today, edify your people, God, that the world might be saved. Through your name, so Amen. Solomon wrote about it and 
all of this writing. And, and, and the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes is all about life's lessons. And then whether it was lessons he learned passed down from his parents, just like we learned, or, or lessons that he learned on his own. He, he was a wise man, but he didn't always do wise things. Listen, he had 700 wives and 300 concubines. That, that wasn't one. That, that was not one. Not one. It is tough with one. Yeah. It is tough with one. God designed this for one man and one woman forever. That's God's design. So although Solomon was the wisest man, he did some foolish things. So, so we are in good company. Amen. We are in good company. Yeah. Yeah. But not that only does God give wisdom to Solomon, he gave right wisdom to all those who are in. Yeah. It is it's in the scripture. He gave it to Paul. Look at Especially in reference to what we said. Okay. Listen to what Paul says in Ephesians. Just trying to give you a little background on, on, on how pleasant words are. Look at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 29 to 32. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of you. Some, some versions says no filthy communication. Right. This, this is not just foul language. Right. Okay? This is just not cursing and foul yeah. language. It is much more. Right. It is not tearing people down with what you said. You, you know, we grew up saying sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt. But that's a lie. That's a lie. But words cut deep. Yeah. Yeah. How many children, adults now that was children when their parents beat them down so hard with food <coughs> that they had bad substance? Yeah. Words That's right. He said, let no corrupt communication but feed out of your mouth. But that which is good for edifying. Yeah. Right. That it may minister grace to the hearer. Mm. Yeah. Our words should minister to people. Yes. And grieve not the Holy Spirit, whereby you were sealed until the day of redemption. We have the Spirit of God living in us mm -hmm. to give us the wisdom to speak these new words. Yeah. Let all bitterness. Wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all matters. And be kind one to another. Be kind one to another. Tender heart. Forgiving one another. As God has forgiven you. Yeah. So it's 
Schweden. Verse 11, let me just set it up. This would come right after Jesus had fed the 5,000 and the disciples, the, the Pharisees and the scribes were uh, coming to Jesus, talking about his disciples, and had an accusation against him. In verse 1, he said, uh, why, why do your disciples not keep up with the tradition of the elders? Why they don't wash their hands before they eat? I mean, we should wash our hands before we eat. Amen. <laughs> That's not the point. But, but Jesus said, why do your traditions contradict the word of God? But look what jail Jesus answers it in verses 11. First, verse 10, he says, he called the multitude. He called all the people together and said, not, it's not that which goes into the mouth that defiles you. But what comes out of your mouth defiles you. It's not pork that defiles you. It is not lobster and shrimp that defiles you. All those things were unclean in a Jewish Hebrew society. That doesn't defile you. What defiles you is what comes out of your mouth. Yes, yeah. When you hear somebody screaming and fussing and always short, yeah. And you can't control what comes out of their mouth. You know who you know. Yeah. It speaks volumes. Yeah. Yeah. So it is it's not just Solomon's wisdom. It is the wisdom that we have when we have the indwelling spirit. So that's just an introduction. Now to our text. Pastor Dave gave me verses 26, but I started at the 23. Right. And didn't realize it until I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's alright. You're in charge. Praise <laughs> God. Thank God the song said, Let him mold me and shape me and guide me and lead me. That's right. Not half the day. Amen. Amen. But I'm going to be obedient to you. So, verse 23 says it's the benefit of pleasing words coming out of our mouth. There's a benefit to that. Look what he says in verse 23. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. Yeah. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. And a good word spoken in due season. How good is that? Yeah. How good is that? Yeah. There's joy when I can encourage somebody. Yeah. I, I get yeah. joy out of it. Yeah. When somebody says, I'm so glad you told me that. Yeah. That, that you said that in that kind of manner. Yeah. And sometimes, listen, yeah. we have to yeah. wait for the right 
Yes. It, it's in due season. It's good when it's in due season. But when my wife is hot and angry and, and her emotions are that hot, I need to have some wisdom in her. Calm her before I can correct her. Because if I just go in trying to correct her, then, then the anger is coming towards me. <laughs> Amen? So it's the due season. I have to have some wisdom. Look at verse 1. A soul answer turns away wrath, but grievous words steers up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge for right, but the mouth of fools pours out foolishness. So if I want to get her to Get back in line. He pleaded to the Lord. I need to calm her before I correct her. Oh, oh correction needs to happen. No doubt about it. <laughs> correction needs to happen. But I need to have wisdom. Amen? Because it's going to bring joy to me. And the Look at verse 24. The way of life is above the heart, that he may be far from hell. Listen, we live in a society where there's chaos all around us. But, but, but it's where we keep our affection, where, where we focus our attention. But we, we keep our focus on him and our citizenship in heaven. Amen. Look, look what it says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. This is this, this, this the wisdom of God. No, I should have yeah. If you then have been risen with Christ, in other words, if, if you're born again, right? If you have the indwelling of the Spirit, if you've been risen with Christ, seek those things which are above us. Oh, yeah. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affection on things above, not on the earth. Right. Because if I concentrate on all the chaos around me, I'll go crazy. But my affection is on Him. And where he is and where I one day will be. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall we also appear with him. So, so I keep my affection on things of God. Solomon is saying the same thing with all. Sure is. It was amazingly fascinating that I can do it like that. <laughs> I said, God, you are awesome. Yes. 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 And then in 
all words are going to be pleasing. If our words are going to be acceptable, yes. if the meditation of our heart is going to be acceptable right. to Him, then our dealing needs to be honest. Amen. Amen. It is not just what we say, it's what we do. Amen. Jesus said, why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, and do not the things I say? This in verse 25 27. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but will establish the borders of the wicked. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. He that is greedy of gain troubles his own house, but he that hated gifts or bribes shall live. The proud are boastful about what they have by ill, Ill gain. Right, right. They, they cheat and steal and lie to get ahead. Yeah. Or, or they got their wealth by working for them. They, they, they had to wait 
even in the New Testament, in Acts chapter 6, the church was taken care of. There was an uproar because the Hebrew woman, the Christian woman, wasn't, was being overlooked. That's when they first start calling out Jesus. You could tell. And the church should support widows, widows who are widows indeed. Now, if you have sons and children, you should take care of that responsibility. But a true widow, the church should go back to be a church member. But, but, but God has a way to provide for them. She, she might not have all the luxuries of society, but she will have a roof over her Food to eat and clothes to wear. Amen? Here's another story that just came to me. The widow of Sapphire with Elijah. God told Elijah to go to her. She's down to her last meal. Yeah. She's got a little cruise of oil and a handful of meal. Yeah. Going to make her last cake for her and her son and die. Yeah. God says, the man of God says, no, feed me first and God will make sure your house don't run out. And for years and days, yeah. she was fed all the yeah. God provided. Yeah. See, see, God can provide for us when we fall behind. Right. Yeah. We, we don't have to resort to church. We don't have to resort to lying and stealing and manipulating. We don't have to. We don't have to cheat. Because this is it's an abomination to the Lord. We don't have to, because it's, it's, it's greed. It's greed, and it troubles not only you, but your whole household. But when you get your riches by unlimited from cheating folks, you say, yeah, daddy cheated me now. Come on, his daddy did shabby work. And Charles absorbed it. Well, we need to And he said, But he that hates gifts, not so much as somebody giving you something, but that word really means rock. Okay? So I work for the state health department. I used to go to these little bodegas up North Jersey and, and do all that stuff. People always be ready to give me something, you know. I, I can't take that. I have to pay for that now, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I remember going into one store and the guy asked me how to put money in my hand. I said, listen, if you do it again, I'm going to have to write it out. <laughs> I, I can't do it. And I would hate to buy stuff after because it's just, your money's no good. And I said, no, I have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it'd be a hot day and I'm going to bottle of water and be like, I don't even take it. No, I have to pay for it. But it's easy for people to take on to their position like that. But I don't see that. 
it says that you're not living but if you have hatred in your heart against your brother, you don't commit it. So, so we constantly. The psalmist says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the, what, the Lord would not hear this. So I'm always coming before him. Confessing myself. Yeah. And the wisest thing we can do is confess our faults to God, yeah. who knows everything. Yeah. Hebrews says all things are naked and open before Him. He sees it all. Not only do He listen, you lie and stuff, and everybody around you already knows.
Listen, in, in my early days, you said, I can do it. Tell me more. I'm doing, and I know I'm doing wrong. And, you, and I don't want you to think. <laughs> wrong is two left shoes, and I don't want you to think. You might not have did all things I did, but you, you know how it is to be stubborn. Right. We all do. Yep. You know you're wrong, but you, you're stubborn and you want to have it your way. Right. And then our goodness, our good, when someone you when you're doing something wrong and someone coming along and show you how to do it. Mixing, mixing 
is the fear of the Lord. I've reverence who he is. I want to be pleasing to him. But I'm also afraid that when I'm doing it my own way and I'm in my sin, he ain't here. That's a fearful thing. Yes, it is. That's a fearful thing. Yes. I know that word means reverence and I'm coming all the men behind him. But I'm also afraid that I want to stay close to them. I, I, I don't want him to be outside my own yeah. I want him to hear me. And when I'm stuck in my sin and I don't hear instruction from godly people around me, then he ain't hearing me. Yeah. If I'm not treating my wife right, he ain't hearing me. If I'm not treating the people of God right, he ain't hearing me. Him to hear because I need him every minute, Amen. every hour, Amen. every day. Fear, listen, it says the fear of the Lord is the destruction of wisdom, and before honor comes humility.